0: And welcome to the Oscar Rewind Ceremony. Woo! Yeah, there we go. Yeah, let's get the crowd going. Last time we have to talk about
1: 1969.
0: 1969.
1: Yeah, so you might as well get your jokes out of the way.
0: Yeah, I got one more episode to do this, and that's the ceremony, baby. So Andrea is super stoked. I was kind of like, Andrea, should we just record this podcast in a few days? Let's just enjoy... The year 1969. And Andrew was like, no, no, let's do this today. Let's do it now. We need to pick a new year. I am so over this. So here we are. We are yeah. wrapping up the ceremony, <laughs> going through Andrew's favorite Oscar year by far. And uh, yeah, it's been quite a year. I don't think it's a very strong year. Uh, as we already discussed, Andrew thinks this is the worst year of all time.
1: I don't think it's, it's great. Very, it's just very bland. That's
0: all. Yeah. I think I liked this one more than uh, the one with driving Miss Daisy. I blocked out what year it was, but like they're pretty neck to neck. Nineteen
1: ninety.
0: Yeah, they're pretty neck to neck to me. So uh, those two are definitely bottom two. So we went through two rough years, but I think no matter what we randomize next at the end of this podcast, whatever year that we're gonna be discussing next is gonna be a good one. I think we got four good years. <sighs> So, there's a light at the end of this tunnel, babe, and it is in 25 minutes.
1: I love that. I'm really excited to see the light.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're my light, so we can discuss all the different awards here. We have our own little ceremony of only the five films that were nominated. We have seen quite a few other films that were nominated this year. We both watched Planet of the Apes, which is fantastic. I personally watched 2001: A Space Odyssey, which I didn't love as much as other people, but I loved more. I loved it more than most of these nominations. So there's yeah. that. Uh, there's only one, but there is one film here that is the creme de la creme, the best of all the films we've seen for the whole year. I think it was a pretty solid film. It was not the winner of Best Picture, but we'll get into it later. To start off, let's discuss the acting categories. I feel like these are going to be the more obvious ones. I think we're going to have a lot of agreement here. For lead actor, the only two nominations of the five that we saw was Ron Moody for Oliver and Peter O'Toole for Lion and Winter. And we both had Peter O'Toole as our number one.
1: This one was like really obvious. There's no way Oliver should have beat Peter O'Toole, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, to be fair, I was actually, I thought of the four acting categories, this was the hardest. This was the only one that I had to stop and think. Really? Yeah, I thought Ron Moody, he played the wacky guy that led all the orphans.
1: Oh, Okay, I thought it was the guy that played Oliver. I didn't actually look the names up.
0: <laughs> it's all good. You know, we discussed how weird it is that this guy's under a lead actor, and that's why I still—that's why I ended up oh. going with Peter O'Toole because I kind of thought hmm. Ron Moody doesn't even feel like he's a lead. Like he feels like he's a like if this was a supporting nomination, he probably would have won. But uh, I thought Peter O'Toole just had much more to work with. Uh, Ron Moody was just a very fun side character who I loved. I thought both of these two were fantastic.
1: Yeah, no, I liked both of them. Now that I'm hearing this, hearing it was Ron and not the kid that played Oliver for main main actor. I don't know. That makes it a lot harder for me. Yeah, I thought it was a very <laughs> hard
0: decision. Yeah. Might have been the most difficult of the night. Peter Tool still came out on top. Good job, man. Uh, For Supporting Actor, there's only one nomination of the five that we saw. So I guess congratulations, Jack (laughs) Wilde, Andrea's understudy of the film.
1: (laughs) Yeah, great. Great Dodger. Dodger is the best.
0: Yeah, Andrea (laughs) knew all of his lines almost better than Jack Wilde himself. You should have been nominated for Supporting Actor.
1: That would have been really cool.
0: That would have been. (laughs) All right, we can move on to Lead Actress, and we have Catherine Hepburn for Lion in Winter who won for Lead Actress for the actual Oscars, Barbara Streisand, who was nominated for Funny Girl, who also won for Lead Actress for this Oscar, and then uh, Joan uh, Woodward for uh, Rachel Rachel Rachel. Yeah, so did you realize that this, I believe the only, if not one of the only, Oscar awards in the history of the Oscars that had a tie. And there's two best lead actress winners.
1: That blew my mind. I think that you had actually told me that before this, but I didn't even know that could happen.
0: Yeah, neither did I. I thought it was a bit of a mistake, so I had to do some research later on and note that that is, that's a thing. So there you go. Uh, They both tied in the Oscars, but for us, it was not much of a tie. We had Joan both in last and really just because the other two were so phenomenal. There wasn't anything wrong with Joan's performance, uh, but Catherine Hepburn, we both had it two and Barbara Streisand. We both had a one. I actually thought both performances were fantastic. I loved both of them.
1: They were good. I think I went with Barbara just because she was definitely the main, the main actress. And I don't know she did a really good job and I was really into her performance.
0: Yeah, once again, I just, you'll eventually find out, I ve- I connected the most with the film Funny Girl, mm-hmm. and I connected with her the most, obviously, <laughs> since she's the lead. She is the funny girl, and I just thought she was so much fun, but Catherine was also fantastic. These were by far the two best performances of all of the performances we've seen.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to downplay Catherine because she was great as well. She's a really strong female in the film, basically almost the only female in the film, but I liked her character. She kind of went back and forth on how she acted, but she's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I loved them both, Uh, but it was still pretty easy. Barbara was just fantastic. And then for supporting actress, we actually openly discussed this on the podcast where we discussed both these films, which was Kay Medford and Estelle Parsons. K from Funny Girl and Parsons from Rachel Rachel. We even discussed there that Parsons was just one of the more fun parts of Rachel Rachel, which you know was few and far between for fun moments. So she was definitely a good part of the film and despite Funny Girl being way better, I I don't even remember who Ray was. So definitely <laughs> went to Parsons for both of us. Well deserved. She was very fun.
1: Yeah. No, I liked her. She was quirky. She was out there. She was there for Rachel. I was a fan. She was better than Rachel herself, in my opinion.
0: All right. So we got a lot of the obvious ones out of the way. Let's move on to costume design. And so the three nominations are Oliver, Romeo and Juliet, and Funny Girl. So Andrew, which one do you think ended up winning?
1: Honestly, these were all strong competitors for this category, if you ask me. Um, I think I ended up picking... Actually, I don't remember what. What did I end up picking?
0: What one do you think ends up winning?
1: I think it's going to be Romeo and Juliet.
0: Yeah, Romeo and Juliet. We both had it number one. And like you said, it was just because there's so much outfits for all the characters it was so much fun i said on the podcast that i wished lion and winter got a nomination i still do i think they had better costumes than oliver and funny girl wow. but uh they weren't even eligible so i it wasn't even close for me romeo and Juliet was definitely better than the other two we were flipped on the other two i had funny girl at two and you had it at three and you had oliver at two and i had it at three
1: mm-hmm uh, th-
0: which makes sense. They're pretty interchangeable with me. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Not not too much. Like, I don't know. I thought they were pretty bland compared to Romeo and Juliet, but that's just me.
0: All right, we have best score, which the three nominations are Lion in Winter, Funny Girl, and Oliver. Which one do you think ended up winning?
1: I'm going to be really honest with you here. I don't remember any of these scores. <laughs> But Oliver was more singing than anything to me. So I was like, doesn't really feel like there was any score there, it was just a lot of singing. And then what were the other two?
0: Lion and Winter and Funny Girl.
1: I I think I went with Funny Girl. Which one won?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we both had Oliver in last place. And like you said, uh, it's more well known for its music, not its score. And even its music wasn't that great. (laughs) And yeah, you had Funny Girl. In first, I had Lion in Winter at first. And that's just because I do roughly remember Funny Girl's score, but Lion in Winter was the first film we watched. And I still remember the score for it in some of the scenes. Like, it was a very fun, epic score. I really liked it.
1: I have, a, I have an issue with really remembering scores <laughs> sometimes.
0: Yeah, I, I will say, though, I'm not a huge 2001 A Space Odyssey fan. But I wasn't even nominated for score. That that's crazy.
1: Was it good? Because I didn't watch it with you. It's
0: fantastic. The, the score is incredible. It it has some of the most iconic pieces of score ever. They reuse them in other films because it's just so iconic.
1: Oh, no. wow. All I know is I tried to watch that film with you, and the first, like, I, it feels like 10 minutes were just a black screen.
0: With the score. Do you remember the score? No. Yeah, the watch <laughs> wasn't that great, but the score no. is pretty, pretty awesome. I, I liked the score. That was the best part of the ten minutes. It was uh, I got to eat my food and listen to a score in the background. It's like music. <laughs> Andrea must be one of those Oscar members that didn't even get a nomination.
1: Didn't deserve it.
0: Whoa! All nice. right, all right. Well, let's let's not get all the two thousand one Odyssey haters out for us. I'll defend it for Come some Come for of me.
1: These. Come on. Come on, guys.
0: I'll definitely defend <laughs> it for the next category. Cinematography.
1: I feel like this is something it should have won more of. Yeah. Yeah. This was even up for a nomination for this. It wasn't.
0: No. no hmm. It was not. It was not. And similar to score, this might be like top 10 films for best cinematography. Like, I don't necessarily love the movie, but the shots are incredible. It's a gorgeous wow. looking movie shocking uh it must have been one of those movies the oscars just didn't watch i guess i have no explanation none was but,
1: uh oh i just didn't third out there was planet of the apes up for this
0: no planet oh. of the apes was nominated for costume design
1: oh well that's that that's definitely i can see why it would be costume design but i think cinematography was pretty cool too in my opinion maybe not the best but i still thought it was kind of cool how they made everything look
0: Cinematography is fine, but that's more the camera work, right? You might be thinking of production design, like the sets.
1: Oh, maybe.
0: (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Uh, The cinematography is fine. It's better than uh, Oliver. But uh, the the cinematography (laughs) is pretty good. I would have been happy with it getting a nomination here. But yeah, well-deserving for costume design. Wow. But we can look at the three nominations here. For cinematography, we have Oliver, Romeo and Juliet, and Funny Girl. Which one do you think ended up winning?
1: Um, I'm hoping Funny Girl did.
0: Funny Girl won. and That's all thanks to you. You (laughs) put it in first place.
1: I love it. Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked what was going on.
0: And you didn't even make it a tie. You gave Romeo and Juliet last place. I put it in first. I thought it was a pretty well shot film whoa yeah Uh, once again it's no 2001 space odyssey (laughs) but it's a pretty nicely shot film and i can't (laughs) quarrel too much like it's not like oliver won actually there's some great shots in funny girl
1: yeah
0: Uh, actually it might it might be better i'm thinking some shots right now we're the winner for the oscar rewind you're welcome funny girl
1: it's it's really cool and i like that Like, the dancing scenes and stuff were, like, put together really well.
0: So we have three awards left. We'll move on to director. And nominated for director, we have Lion and Winter, Romeo and Juliet, and Oliver. And 2001 Space Odyssey was nominated here, by the way. Oh. Yeah. It got director. One of the big awards of the night and got, like, nothing else. That's because of Stanley Kubrick, and he's like a very well-known director, so it was pretty much just the Oscars being like, hey Kubrick, we recognize you, man, we, we didn't really like the space stuff, but we love you, man, keep, keep on working. <laughs> That's basically what the Oscars said.
1: Just because he was a big, you think he got a nominee?
0: Oh yeah, same with, same with the guy that did Born on the Fourth of July. Was that a great directed film? no i i wouldn't say so
1: no some no, people would no yeah
0: some people would i wouldn't awful <laughs> but well i wouldn't say the directing is awful but uh, is it worthy of a nomination no and it won because they just mm. they they, they kind of just go with who they like
1: well i guess they didn't like stanley enough <laughs> no
0: yeah they, clearly the oscars were not a fan of 2001 a space odyssey all right so who do you think ended up winning between these three
1: so it was Oliver, uh, a lion, and, lion in and winter, and what was the other one?
0: Romeo and Juliet.
1: Ooh. Was it Romeo and Juliet?
0: No, me and you both had Romeo and Juliet in last place.
1: Well, personally, I would have said a lion in winter.
0: Yeah, we both had lion and winter at first place. So was that
1: it? Yeah. yeah okay. We know good. It. Good. Yeah. No, I felt like that was definitely directed by far the best
0: oh it was it was fantastic direction yeah no I, I completely agree with you I thought the way that the story it could have been so easily mixed up with its storytelling but it was so well paced so well directed I definitely thought it was the best one that one was one of the more obvious ones for me
1: clearly
0: clearly
1: clearly darling.
0: yeah <laughs> sure okay so, we have two left, and we have screenplay. The three nominations, two of them, didn't even get a screenplay nomination. There are ten screenplay nominations, and two of them oh, did not get it. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah. Tell me about it.
0: Oh, I'll tell you about it. But the three <laughs> that were nominated was Oliver, Rachel Rachel, and Lion in Winter. Rachel Rachel,
1: Lion and Winter, and Oliver? Yeah. Wow!
0: So which one do you think ended up winning?
1: My my mind is blown right now. Um, God, for an actual screenplay, I don't think it was Rachel. Rachel. I feel like Oliver probably won.
0: No, uh, me a- and you both put line of Winter in first. Good. Yeah, we killed That's it. That's what
1: I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're on the same uh, we're on the same page here. I thought the story, the script, very very good.
1: It was good just because, like, I know we've said this plenty. It was just, like, a Game of Thrones-themed one, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, and the first six seasons of Game of Thrones had a great screenplay, so it makes sense. It's kind of got that same style. So I really liked it. Uh, Easy pick there for me as well. And we can move on to Best Picture. We've already discussed these five films. We just spent the last 20 minutes discussing them all, and that is going to be Romeo and Juliet, Lion and Winter, Funny Girl, Rachel, Rachel, and Oliver. So, before we discuss the order of these five nominated films, there was one thing. Way back when I took all the notes of what each thing was nominated for, there was something that I noticed. Romeo and Juliet got four nominations, including Best Picture. So, aside from Best Picture, it got three. That's it, three. Okay? Rachel, Rachel got four nominations, one of them being Best Picture, so you can take that out. And it also only had three nominations. There is a film called Star that got seven nominations throughout this Oscar ceremony. Not including Best Picture. If it got Best Picture, it would have been eight. Eight compared to the four. It would have been twice as many nominations.
1: And they won nothing, I'm guessing.
0: I didn't check what it won. But the fact that it got seven nominations... And motherfucking Rachel Rachel with its measly three beat it. I don't know. I don't know how they got Rachel Rachel for Best Picture, but uh, they were very happy with uh, <sighs> this Give Me Here. Uh, poor Star. I haven't seen Star, but really, seven nominations and they didn't wow. get it. That's crazy. That's,
1: that's crazy. kind of want to check it out now. I'd never heard of it before. Neither
0: have I. Neither have I. All right, so here we are for Best Picture. What do you got as our winner, Andrea?
1: So for me, for my personal favorite, I'm pretty sure I put Funny Girl at number one.
0: Is that your guess? Yep. All right, so in fifth place, we have Rachel Rachel. We both have it at number five. I shouldn't come to a shock. I just was trashing it compared to Mm -hmm. Star, so... Number four, we have Romeo and Juliet. We both have that at number four. Look at that. We killed it. Wow. We're kind of on the same page here. I think
1: we're going to mix up this next one. Yeah, though.
0: this is where we defer. Yeah. There is a tie for two and three. I had Lina Winter at two. Yep. You had Oliver at two. I had Oliver at three. You had Line of Winter at three. But we both agree. Joining the other winners that we've already discussed, which to remind people is Inception trying to remind myself here, Gaslight, and My Left Foot. And the fourth reigning winner here is Funny Girl.
1: Woo! I'm literally not surprised right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, most of these weren't very surprising. Uh, The only thing that surprised me was uh, you put Romeo and Juliet last for cinematography. Uh, I won't forgive you for that. That was crazy. (gasps)
1: I don't remember doing that. I'll be really honest with
0: you. Ah, uh, good excuse. The old Boys. I don't remember. <laughs> I believe you made that up. But yeah, so we are pretty much on the same page here for most of these. There weren't mm. too many differences. Yeah, look at that. Funny girl. At number one, worthy winner. Really should have won the actual Oscars. I really thought by far is the best of the four or the five. Sorry, I was not counting Rachel. Rachel, that's why I said four. But there we go. Those are the nominations and the ceremony itself for Oscar Rewind. So the year's over, Andrew. Before we move on to figure out what the next year is for us to discuss, what was your thoughts on 1969? Would, would this be your weakest of the four?
1: I think you know the answer to that already. And yeah, this is probably my least favorite to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just like hearing you get all negative. It gets me excited.
1: Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Not on air.
0: (laughs) So I think it might be my least favorite. I think I'm with you. I think the problem with this one is it's just all five of these. there, There are a few stingers like Rachel Rachel. And there was obviously a pretty solid one with Funny Girl. But they were all fine. Yeah. I don't have a passion towards them. Even the 1990s, which would definitely be my second least favorite. I passionately didn't like born on the 4th of July and field of dreams. Like I hated scenes from those movies. They were so annoying. And I also passionately loved my left foot. So I feel like I have more weight on those films. So yeah, I think, I think I'm with you. I think this is my least favorite.
1: I just wish there were more that like I was really into. That was my whole thing. Just the fact I wasn't really vibing with most of these films
0: all right well it's a shame but Andrew, guess where we're at
1: yay my favorite part we're at
0: the light at the end of the tunnel we are past the tunnel and we are now going to be and adding... we are
1: saying goodbye to 1969
0: oh you did it i'm proud of you
1: the one time
0: <laughs> so here we are i'm gonna pull up the random org list And to refresh people, we have 2010, which has been here from the very beginning.
1: It is the only one (laughs) from the very
0: beginning. We have 2012, which Andrea has also added. So we have two 10-nomination film years. We have the last one I added, which was from last episode, the 1977. And the new one I'm going to add, Andrea, is 1983. So a, a little newer than 1977 and my previous ones but here we go i'm gonna throw in 1983
1: all right so these are i'm so excited these
0: are the four we have andrew what's your prediction what what, what do you what do you think it's going to be
1: you know i'm really hoping it's 2010 i feel bad that it's still there my poor poor pick from the very beginning from like six months ago
0: want to hear something crazy (laughs) i hope it's 2010 as well
1: Oh, good.
0: Yeah, because one of those movies on that list, we also need to watch for another podcast. So it would just work out really well if we just got to watch it.
1: Ooh.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm a thinker. That's the that, that's the one I really want. All right. Let's look at these four. Ooh, Which one's the winner? Um,
1: pins and needles. And We have ah!
0: 1983, baby. But I'll be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I threw that one on last minute. I just got home from the gym. I just made my list, and I just quickly looked at the first thing that looked okay, and this one looked okay. Oh, boy. I did have another good year that was really good. I, I was saving it, but we are in a film club, and we just watched one of them two weeks ago, and I did not feel like re-watching the same movie for this podcast. Mm. So that's why I didn't pick it. Dang. But uh, here, we'll open up the list here Let's and go through I'm
1: excited. the
0: five films. Actually, I'm trying to downplay. It. There's actually one movie here that I think is a hidden gem. Just based on the description of it, I'm very excited. But Andrew, oh, the five nominations. We have E.T., the extraterrestrial.
1: Oh, that's exciting because I've never actually watched it, but we actually have it.
0: That's why I picked it because oh, you've never cool. seen this. And I, th- I think... I don't think this is a fantastic film, but this is a childhood classic that got a Best Picture nomination. This is crazy, right? All right. What are you trying to do? We have (laughs) Missing. I I didn't even look this one up. This is the only wild card.
1: It actually sounds good. It's based on real life experiences of Ed Horman. I'm
0: telling you right now, I I think this is still gonna be a solid year. We have Tootsie.
1: I've heard really good things about Tootsie. I'm actually kind of excited... Excited to watch it. Yeah, it's
0: a 3.7. Now, here's something crazy. I'm going to predict this now. The Verdict. I think this is going to be my favorite of the year. I think this sounds like a lot of fun. I'm excited for this one. It's not even the highest rated, but it just seems like the kind of movie I'm going to wow. really like. Wow, it's a 3.9. Oh, actually, it's pretty highly rated. <laughs> that though.
1: is pretty high.
0: And then the Best Picture winner, Gandhi
1: never even heard of
0: this one you never heard of gandhi
1: well i know who gandhi <laughs> okay. is but i have not heard like of <laughs> I, the was, film. I was
0: gonna say well this is gonna be a history lesson as well i guess so there we go
1: so we have so we have two biopics
0: and i know uh, we
1: have three
0: and i and from the looks of it the lowest rated film of the five is the best picture which is the 3.6 that's the lowest rated film
1: wow this is a really good year i didn't even think about that i didn't realize how i
0: didn't even look at all of them uh, the scores i didn't realize how solid of a year it was because i imagine et's gonna be higher yeah it's gonna be higher than 3.6 so 3.6 being the lowest uh
1: 3.9
0: yeah i knew it's gonna be high take that 1969
1: I feel much better about going into 1983. I'm very I feel, excited because uh, like
0: I've only seen one of them.
1: And I've seen none of them. <laughs> look at that. Look
0: at that. Man. So there we go 1983. Uh, it was a surprise for both of us. I don't think either of us were excited for it, but now we are. Honestly, I think this is going to be a fun fun five movies.
1: Sometimes all it, it takes for me is just to look at the films, and that's kind of gets me like pumped. Yeah. And then are we going to go ahead and do our what we feel like is going to be our favorite?
0: I already called it. I'm, I think The Verdict. Hmm. I feel pretty good about it.
1: All right.
0: I never even heard of it. I quickly read the little synopsis and I went, I'm sold. I'm excited.
1: Um, I'm going to go with Missing. I feel like that sounds like my kind of movie. I like the mystery movies a lot. So I'll yeah. go with Missing.
0: But there we go. Uh, 1983 literally just added it in and it's already picked. It was like in and out.
1: Love it.
0: Yeah, but poor poor 2010. He's looking at 1983 and he's like, seriously, man, I have been sitting here collecting dust for eight months and you just pop in and pop out in a matter of two minutes? Yeah. I feel really
1: bad. Yeah. Yeah, I feel really bad. I feel like it's my fault. I have really bad luck.
0: All right. So that's everything on our end. We will see you guys next in two weeks time for 1983. Have a great day. See you
1: later. Bye, guys.